Views expressed in the following program do not necessarily represent those of the staff, management, or owners of WGBB. It is time for Streetwise with former chief of the New York City Sheriff's Department, former chief of the Seagate Police Department, retired New York City detective, Time Warner Public Access Media Award, Joe Franklin Super Excellence in Broadcasting Memory Lane Award, New York Veteran Police Association Streetwise Productions, host of Streetwise, Mr. Lou Tolano. Uh, good evening and uh, welcome back to Streetwise. Now, if I introduce my guest, uh, you... Um, you'll know who he is, but I have to just uh, talk about some of his background, which a lot of you don't know, and I, I think you should, especially in light of what he's doing now in his second or third or fourth or fifth career in life. He was in the military from 1950 to 1954. Keep in mind, that was during the uh, Korean War, although he was uh, went to France, and in France, uh, most of his time, He'll correct me if I'm wrong. He was a military policeman. Then again, that was during the Korean War. And, you know, I was on a ship during those years, and you have no choice to where you're going. And But he is a veteran, uh, considered a veteran of during the uh, Korean War. was a police officer in Washington, D.C. Uh, a few years. Then he went to Las Vegas. I don't know why he didn't stay there, but uh, but you'll know why he didn't stay there. And he was a police officer there for a short time. Then he became a special agent for the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, uh, which later on became or changed or got absorbed through the DEA, which is Drug Enforcement Administration. Then he went back to his hometown, which when I mention, you'll know who the heck he is. Went back to Arizona, and he became the head of the Drug Enforcement Administration. That branch in Arizona. A lot of people don't know that. They just know him from walking, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, walking softly, carrying a big stick. Well, guess what? My guest carried a big stick, but he did not walk softly. It's my pleasure to welcome back. Uh, everybody knows this guy. You know, America's Sheriff Joe Opio. Joe, welcome back to Streetwise. Okay, Lou, I have to uh, correct you. Correct me. Um, one, at least one thing. Uh, okay. Arizona is not my hometown. No, you came from that. Oh, I'm sorry. Next door to you. I'm from Massachusetts. Ma- correct, correct. Right. When I say hometown. But I love Arizona, but I was born and raised in Springfield and um, went back there through the years to take over the federal drug enforcement out of Boston. But I've been all over the world Turkey, Syria, Mexico, that. been head of DEA and all those hot countries, which seem to have. Um, in the news today. No, it's Look not. Mexico and Turkey, two yes. hot spots. Hot spots today. Turkey, of course, we know a lot of the poppy fields came from Turkey, you know, at time. They probably still do. You know, and, uh, but yeah, people should know your background, especially now you're running for the U.S. Senate. Oh, I'm going to say your hometown, even though you come from here, Massachusetts, next door to where I am right now. And you're running for the U.S. Senate. At this stage of the game, you were sheriff for 24 years. I mentioned your background. Uh, we need you. No two ways about it. You know, when I when I have you on Twitter, what do I say? I say send the real lawman to Washington. But uh, you still have a lot of energy. But why would you want this with the, the, the craziness that's going on in this country, especially in the, that the time we're living? Why would you want to go uh, become part of that? I'm going to again say craziness, Sheriff Joe Pardo. Well, 
<coughs> excuse me, uh, quite uh, uh, frankly, <laughs> I'm only doing it uh, because of the president. Mm. I think I'd go back there if he was not the president. That's the uh, main reason. Uh, and, of course, I want to do what I can for the people of uh, Arizona. I still have life left in me, regardless of my opponent's sort of criticism on my age. In fact, one just said God will take care of me soon, so I guess they want God to execute me or something. Mm. Uh, so, no, I have a, I'm Italian. I drink the Italian olive oil, and I mm. look like I'm uh, 68, and uh, that's okay. But, uh, you were Reagan, right. Yeah, but Ronald Reagan was 83 years old, uh, Sheriff Joe. The, the what, Lou? Ronald Reagan was 83 years old. He yeah. was president yeah, of the United okay. States I can go down America. the list of uh, sure. Supreme Court justices. Mm -hmm. I, you know, yes. it's just another yes. way to get rid of me. My wife came down with cancer. Yeah. And by the way, the last time I talked to you, I, I, uh, I want to give you the good news, because three months ago, Mayo Clinic, and they cleared her of the cancer. You oh. know, Trump called my wife several times. I know. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, that's no problem uh, with me going to Washington, but I'll spend a lot of time in Arizona. I'm not going to go on boondoggle trips. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little cough here. Boondoggle trips. Uh, I want to be in Arizona, support the people here, support the president, support our country. And I have a lot of energy left in me. And you were right when you said, need a cop. Yeah, we need a cop on that Senate. You have a hundred people. What are made up of all lawyers? Mm. Time to get a law enforcement guy up there, not just to pass or sign bills. How about investigations? These Senate committees are investigating the executive branch, so they're investigators. So that's why I want to. But they're not going to put me on a judicial committee. I'm, mm. I'm their worst enemy. Yes, Mitch McConnell. Those guys don't want me there. Mm. But you know what? I'll have my own committees. If they don't put me on the intelligence or judicial committees, which they won't do, that's for sure. You know, not uh, you guys. You were my guest before, and uh, I tried to get the scoop from you. If you recall, I was saying the rumor is you may run for the U.S. Senate at that time, <coughs> and you said you were very upfront. You said, uh, "Well, I, I uh, it's not up to me." And I said, "Who's it up to?" And you said, "Donald Trump." So. And then he said, if he wants me to run, I'm going to run. So I guess, aside, I think you probably wanted to run, but I think you you, uh, no. you would prefer his blessing. No. No. no? You didn't want to run? You never asked me to run. Oh, okay. You never asked. Of course, my opponents say That's what they're that saying. he told her that I should not run. That's all garbage. Oh, that's, I didn't believe that. Of course no. it is. So it's my idea. I decided in January. Uh, to, to uh, late to run, and he never called me. I didn't talk to him, which I could do, but I don't do that. And I'm winging it, and I've mm. got a lot of Trump uh, organizations, uh, Angel Moms. You know, those are the ladies you saw with sure. Trump recently. Definitely. Where the families uh, were killed by illegals. They just endorsed me. Mm. The Black for Trump endorsed me. A lot of Trump organizations. I don't ask for endorsements, but I'll take it. Uh, so there's a little movement going forward. I have one opponent, uh, Ward, and then the other one's 
is uh, these favorite for Mitch and the whole bureaucracy uh, in Washington. They're all supporting her against me, McSally. So I got two. Uh, I got two opponents, and then I have to go into a general against another nice lady, yeah. the Democrat. So uh, nothing. They're all nice women that I'm running against, but uh, I sure would like to find a real Republican to run against. Well, you They're know, well, they, they, you're in the primary, and uh, it's interesting because you're running against two females, Martha McSally, who you mentioned, and uh, and Kelly Ward, uh, who you mentioned also. And so, hey, hey look, they, 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 all you guys, the three, are pretty Republicans, and it looks like you guys pretty much support the uh, Trump's agenda. No, that's you, not true. That's not true. So why are they saying that? They're going no, out there no, promoting it's themselves. No, Oh, it's true now. They, I was with Trump from day one. That I was going to mention. They didn't know one. how to spell their his name mm. until the races come up. You know how that works. Absolutely. Yeah. They look at the polls and they start using his name over and over. But Sally didn't even vote for Trump a year or two years, blasting him mm. for some uh, sexual con. Uh, you know, you remember the bus and all that. Right. So no. They're not, they're not real Republicans. They're just trying to get a job in Washington, and it's really sad when the whole establishment ignores me and everything I've done for the so-called establishment. People running for president, being their, you know, campaign honorary chairman for Bush, Mitt Romney, Rick Perry. Where are they? Mm. They forgot my name. So yeah. I got to do this, Lou. Uh, not that I need a job, but I'm a fighter. And uh, quite frankly, after uh, uh, seven campaigns, I never lost a uh, Republican primary. Quite frankly, I'm getting a little disgusted at the political system. Not because of the, you know trying to fight and fight dirty sometimes, but there's no loyalty. Lou, I think. I'm the type of guy that you are. In the old days, you could shake hands, make a deal, shake hands. Your word is your bond. Now you need 50,000 lawyers. Yeah. You can't believe anybody anymore. Things have changed in our country. And now for the better. And you see, you know, there's a, a vacancy. That's why you're running. A lot of those uh, so-called people that supported this country are jumping ship. They're jumping ship because they can't, they can't, they're being revealed pretty much of what you're just saying. You know, they were just out there for themselves and that's, that's surfacing and they know it. And it's, and they're controversial, like you're saying, they're going to jump on a bandwagon now and support Trump be, because it's, it's convenient and they feel, uh, they, it, it'll help them in their race. But, I, but I was going to mention that, that you were with Donald Trump from day one. We know that. Interesting. Now you got you're running against two women, so that may split the female vote. May, and then you're running, like you mentioned, in the general election of a gal named I'm going to mention her name because it's out there. Cinnamon, Christine, Christine, Cinnamon, and whatever is because she's the, she's just a congresswoman now, if I'm not mistaken. She's the yeah. first, according to her, the first openly bisexual congressman. So do you say congressman or congresswoman? I'm not sure. You know, so. <laughs> You, yeah. you'll be, you'll be running against someone when you win the primary, uh, Joe Pyle. Well, so I'm looking forward to that one. Everybody says 
Oh, the Republicans, uh, Arpaio can't beat her. I'm the only one that can beat her. I was a sheriff for 24 years right. in her backyard. Not saying, I, I know her history, come on. And uh, so I'm the only, uh, I'm the one that can't beat her. Uh, Ward and McSally are the only ones. That's garbage. No. Garbage. So mm -hmm. i got to get through the primary, which is right, right, right. out front right now. And then uh, we'll have a lot of fun. I'm sure the president uh, will come down right. uh, during the general election, and uh, which would be great. Mm, that's what I believe. Primary, by the way, folks. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, Sheriff Joe's in your town's August 24th, 28th, 28th, correct? 28th, you're 28th. right. The early voting yeah. already started. I was going to say that, folks. It's uh, August 28th. By the way, I have a lot of people in Las Vegas that belong to my organization. They're uh, retired law enforcement. And a lot of guys in that federal courthouse who are U.S. Marshals, were well, many of them are New York City uh, retired cops. And I've been talking to them. Uh, a lot of them are my members of the New York Veteran Police. Well, by the way, we're national now. So uh, we have members all over the place. And I'm happy to tell you, you've got so many friends there. Uh, just speaking of friends, I can't, uh, I don't want to take up the whole show of all the people that send their regards. So I'm just going to mention a couple of people. Uh, people. Tom Morrissey, for one. Yeah, he's my guy. I've known him for 20 years. We worked together when he's uh, Chief Marshal. Oh. Good guy. I think on the uh, first name I might, uh, Richard Harborough. Carl Burrow, I think he worked for you. Am I correct, Carl Burrow? One of your, when you were head of some, when you. Yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. And the big one, the big one is, uh, oh my God, I, want, I just want to make sure he, uh, he's, actually, what he, what he did was, uh, he sent his blessing, and I'll tell you why. I was with him the other day at, uh, one in the New York City police headquarters when a friend of mine retired as deputy. Police Commissioner Larry Burns, uh, Cardinal Timothy Nolan sends his blessing. I mentioned you were going to be my guest, uh, Joe Pio. So. Well, the uh, bishop here just, uh, my my daughter opened up a high tea business, and so the bishop came, blessed all the oh. tea and everything, so that was pretty nice. You know, I'm a big right to life, uh, and my and daughter, uh, uh and my wife, big Catholics, well, I am too. Uh, but, uh, you know, you get all these surveys uh, when you're running for office. They want to know where you stand. And, and of course, I'm a right-to-life uh, person. My mother gave her life for me when... I know. Uh, and uh, so When you I'm were born, nice. folks, I just want to interrupt for a second. just want you to know we uh, never had it easy. Uh Sheriff Joe Pyer, when he was born, his mama passed away. In those days, which is our time, that was, I uh, hate to say, but you had to worry about when you had a child, you had to worry about your wife or your mother would make it when you had the kids. In your case, Joe, you know, obviously uh, that was... Uh, but, you you know, considering that, uh, you came a long way, uh, Joe Pyer. Yeah, my mother and father, Lou, came from Italy and... Uh I was on the uh, radio uh, with the nice Italian. Uh, you may disagree, <laughs> but I'm very proud of his family. He's Como. Remember, he was a governor. And Chris uh, has his <laughs> CNN hit. Oh, my God. I, you're right. I'm not sure. I went out twice with him. He tore into me on the birth certificate, and I mm. talked to him again. We had a little off 
heir, and I imagine mm. his father, grandfather came over and opened up Italian grocery, and my father came over and opened up an Italian grocery, so we had some Italian food discussions. You know, uh, but, mm. you know, sometimes you have to face uh, people that are not all for you. Fox seems to be a days. Yeah. Uh, which I'm wondering why, but I'm not going to badmouth any of the uh, talk show people who endorse my opponent mm. uh, publicly. So, uh, so I'm sure they would like to take that endorsement back. I would think Actually, so. it was before they knew I was running. Mm. But my opponent says that every day. I got Hannity's endorsement, I got Ingram's endorsement, you know, bragging about all these endorsements. Well, that will change after the uh, primary. Speaking of uh, speaking with and having conversations with the Cuomo, I was uh, close to uh, Mario Cuomo uh, going with yeah, the governor, the governor, which is Andy's uh, dad. And uh, one of the things you're talking about, we would get into little debates, Mario and I, because in my law enforcement background involved with the Fraternal Order of the Police and all these different police organizations, we supported the death penalty. Like uh, so, I my uh, my conversation with Mario was, uh, Mario, you know, you, uh, you're, uh, you're pro-abortion, but you're against the death penalty. Doesn't make sense to me, you know. And he would give me his cockamamie reason why. I'm saying, you know, I, you know, it just, uh, is, it's got to be political. What else can you say? You're a Catholic, right? And yet you, uh, you support, uh, you're against right, uh, uh, right to life uh, opposite and, but yet you're against the death penalty. So that was my issue with him. Other than that, we got along great uh, in, politically. But speaking of the politics, I think that was he, he had a catered to the, which is pretty much took over the Democratic Party, the liberal people at that time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going by the, uh, the proud of, I'm proud of being an Italian-American, proud of uh, where my mother and father came from, yes. proud of Italians. And I was just talking about his family, what they, what it was, you agree with them or not, but they came to this country and they made a name for themselves. And they're not ashamed to say they're Italian-American. So that's the point I was trying to get across. Well, it was, it's not an easy po a point, uh, especially uh, one of the, which doesn't make sense to me, Mary, uh, Andy Cuomo is running, running for re-election there in New York City. And if you look at his commercials, you think he was running against Donald Trump, which, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It is, it's, it's amazing, you know, but, but again, it's like, that's smart politics, you know, and, yep. you know, and, and my question, and, and I'm trying to get him on, on the year, I did have him, I did interview him when he ran the first time around with Carl Palladino and that craziness that I went through, you know, in Hofstra College. I did was able to grab an interview. It's been tough trying to get him back. Uh, so one of the things I, I, I do want to discuss with him is, you know, uh, and say, hey, um, Andy, you're not running against Donald Trump, you know. So, uh, but again, you know, but in, in your case, Joe Arpaio, uh, running for the U.S. Senate, and again, the primary is the August 28th. You're running against two females. Uh, I don't know, should I say, and then if you win the primary, another, uh, I don't know, so you're running against two and a half, two and a half females, I guess I, I could say, not you, you know. Uh, so uh, how are you able to do it? Because, you know, we're in the same age bracket, and you may be a couple of years older than me. I think you are, but that's, that's close. 
uh, takes a lot of energy and time and money, you know. And from what I hear, talking to you people, uh, you, you seem to be handling, uh, handling it pretty good, Sheriff uh, Joe. Well, the money is the issue, but I have uh, 98 percent name ID so mm. and I just left the sheriff's office a year and a half ago after I got defeated thanks to George Soros and the yes. Department of Justice right. and, and biased judges and I wrote a 26 page letter to uh, our attorney general and I haven't even got an answer so I don't expect any investigation to occur under the, the current uh, attorney general mm. session so but I'm just fighting and uh, working hard and uh, expect to win. I don't do this to lose some of my people, opponents. Oh, he's just doing this to uh, get his name in the paper. What are you kidding? I'm in the paper every day. It's <laughs> not nice. You don't need it. So um, I'm going to give it the shot. I'm doing it for the president. I love the president. Yes. And by the way, this is a tough one to ask, Lou, but mm -hmm. if anybody can answer it, I'm sure you can. You know, I'm very proud of where I was born and raised. I'm sure you're proud of New York, too. You probably lived there your whole life. I was born, I was born, you know, a tube right outside of Little Italy, speaking of Italy. So, on Madison know, Street, New York right. City. Yeah. Bless you. But you have that New York blood in you. I don't even know if you have the accent or not, but that's what. But you're proud of your state, born and raised there. Now I understand about politics and everything, but why? Why is it more people say we got a president? He's one of us. He's got our blood. We got to be proud of him being from New York. Now I know that's probably old-fashioned. But New Yorkers should be proud. They got a New Yorker as their president, whether you're Democrat, Republican. Why isn't that there? Is the hatred of the politics so involved? They don't even have pride that their their president is from New York. I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. No, you're old-fashioned. But I can. I can. There's a lot of how do I say closet. Supporters of Donald Trump, they're just afraid to come out and say. Would you believe it, Joe Pio? They're afraid to come out and say because it's people. You know, some people are afraid they're going to lose their jobs if they indicate that they support Donald Trump here in New York City. Obviously, we've been a democratic, we've been a democratic uh, town, you know, New York City for, for many, but not the state, not the state, but the city itself has been ultra liberal. I tell people and people that I was born and raised with, I say, hey, listen. Uh, FDR and Harry Truman are dead. You know, there is no more Democratic Party. It's been hijacked by the ultra left that's killing this country. You know, that's about my question. And I have arguments all the time, uh, Sheriff Joe Pyle, with the people I talk to them and say, are you crazy? You know, Hillary, I don't know if you saw it. Hillary criticized me when I came out. At that time, we endorsed Donald Trump. We were the first law enforcement to endorse Donald Trump. Uh, Let's say uh, July 4th of two, 2015, we came out in New York Veteran Police Association and endorsed uh, Donald Trump. Hillary criticized me in a newspaper saying, why did I do that when she's a New Yorker? She's a carpetbagger, you know? She's a carpetbagger. How come my organization, how could they, you know, Don, you mentioned Donald Trump is a New Yorker. 
you know, I, I just want to, you know, take one of the, I, we, we've got to promote you, obviously, but I have to tell you a quick story because you're going to be, hopefully you'll be working with Donald Trump uh, down the road. Uh, 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, the city went bankrupt, you know, and they had layoffs and everything else in New York City. Even police were being laid off. Uh, the Wallman Skating Rink, uh, Joe Pye, in Central Park, New York did not, did not have the money to fix it. Neither the construction they was desperate. And the Rome, the woman's rink, Donald Trump said to uh, Ed Koch, Hey, Ed, get it done, give me the bill. 30 years ago, uh, and I talk about this, because that park, you know the park Joe Pye was for minority kids from Spanish Harlem and Harlem. The kids, they can come and skate for free. City of New York, and he picked up the tab, never said anything about it, so that's why it pisses me off when they say he is a racist because he was saying, hey, look, get these kids off the street. I'll pay for the skating ring if you can get them out of uh, their area or their neighborhood and get them into Central Park. It's great. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that, Joe Pio, about this guy. He's a racist. You know, he's got more. In fact, he has more Hispanic people working for him than many of the corporations around the country. Anyway, we have to talk about you, Joe Pye, who's running for the U.S. Senate. So, but uh, uh, you will be, uh, you will, uh, you know, he's having a tough time working with his own kind, his own kind, meaning Republicans. Uh, he needs someone like you, Joe Pye, or Donald Trump, when you, when you get into the U.S. Senate. Well, I, I think since I talked to you um, last, and this is for true, you know, you have heroes. Everybody has heroes. I really never had a hero. Now, my father, you know, yeah. he had to raise me through Italian families and all that. But about six months ago, I woke up and just out of the blue, I said, I found my hero. It took me 75 years. Mm. Now, I, I could have said 85, but I guess when you're born, and you know, five, six years old, you don't know what the word means. Mm. Although, if you're 10 years old, you got ball players and all that. Yeah. And I found my hero. 75 years it took, and that's the president. Right. And I say that. I'm not ashamed to say that. I love the guy. Not because he pardoned me. I didn't ask for that. It was a Mickey Mouse deal anyway. But mm. I just known him. Actually, you knew him before I did, because I never met him. Mm. Until the first day, uh, when he came here and did his first rally, July 2015, nobody would even stand next to him. There's 10,000 people. Right. All these politicians avoided him. I didn't. I was a sheriff. I got up there. I introduced him. I said what I felt from my heart. I said he's going to win. And we shared the same birthday. Mm-hmm. And then I start helping him, traveling with him. But I never knew him. The first time I introduced him. You, you so know, right. that's how it happened. And I'll tell you another thing. You know, the, they look at the polls. His polls are pretty good in the Republican primary, so everybody wants his endorsement. Okay, I understand the politics. You do. But me, it comes from my heart. So I don't care. If he gets to be 1% in a poll, I'm still going to be with him. That's what I said from the beginning. Nothing's going to make me change. I don't want nothing from him. I just want him to be reelected. And I'll tell you one thing, Lou. When he gets reelected, 
You haven't seen anything yet. Believe hmm. me. His last, his last four years are going to be very exciting. And I'm pretty good at making predictions and studying what's going on. So we got to get him reelected. We got to get him reelected. We got to get you elected with him. You know, it's gonna. I, I'm going to make this prediction. And so far, I've been uh, the only predictions that I, I've been wrong on is uh, well, first time, believe it or not. Uh, you know, I, I I had said twice, no one by the name of Barack Hussein Obama will be president of the United States of America. I was wrong twice. You know, so but I predict this race that was going to shock a lot of the uh, maybe you're not. He's going to win. He's going to break a record in a landslide in 2020 because I pretty much feel the pulse of the people. I get around. And people that, I have to tell you a quick story on this with Donald Trump. My One of my daughter-in-laws, and I'm going to, uh, I guess some people might say it's redundant. Uh, she's a Jewish girl. She's a social worker. It's my daughter, daughter-in-law, ultra-liberal, right? So um, a big... Um, Obama supporter, and they told me, uh, we're an Obama family. I said, no, you're not. You're a Toronto family. But at that time, all right, so now I'm going out to visit them. Uh, recently, when the, when the Trump was running, Joe Pio, I passed their home. You know why I passed the home? They had a Don, she had a Donald Trump sign on her uh, driveway. I said, no, this can't be my, they live further out than Long Island. I passed, the, I passed their home because they had a Donald. I use her as a barometer. You know, and I'm going to say this, and I can get away with it, because I think I can. She was a typical liberal Jewish social worker, you know. And here she is, and my son-in-law, who let her be the head of the family, which is fine, so uh, uh, has a Donald Trump sign on their on their front lawn. So I use that as the barometer, you know, Joe Pio. So, and, uh, you know, but i got to jump back to you, because you mentioned George Soros. Uh, do you feel that George Soros, obviously, and your investigation on which you pretty much uh, put together, to speaking of uh, Barack Obama, uh, his bertha, do you think that was, I don't want to say downfall, but do you think that's what gave you a big headache in this world? Yeah, and it still does. People still bringing it up. I did my due diligence. I proved... Uh I've been in law enforcement all those years. I'm not a conspiracy uh, nut. And there's no doubt in my mind that's a fake document. I have the information. Nobody wants to touch it. Nobody. Which is sad. So I'm going to tell you, Lou, if you get busted for forging a government document, mm. I want you to go free. Because why pick on you when they let this other guy they won't even look at the case. So, yeah, Soros, uh, there's a lot of intrigue going on this time around. And uh, there's a lot of hooks, what they did to me. Yes. That I wrote the session, same players as the president, like Perkins Coy, and tie a lot of stuff in wiretaps on me. Mm. So there's a lot of things. And yet, where's the attorney general? Why isn't he opening this investigation that I gave him? Right. He's too busy uh, on other things, I guess. Uh, that's a big question because many of us, uh, I happened to be with him on election night in New York City at the Hilton Hotel. And uh, with Sessions, that's what we're talking about. And uh, it's the first time I met him. 
and I think he was the first U.S. senator that came out to endorse Donald Trump. I think that was. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. his name to fame. That's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. You're and right. The poor, the poor president. Uh, you know, I feel sorry for him because he doesn't know all the players. Sometimes nope. he has to take, uh, you know, take recommendation when you get into the bureaucracy. Uh, but he's doing the best he can with his cabinet. I don't agree with some of his uh, cabinet and chief of staff mm. and Homeland Security. I see all the bureaucrat promotions there. Mm. Uh, but I feel sorry for him. They're zeroing in on him. I love it when he meets with Putin and the rocket man. Going to rescue that. Hope he keeps doing it. <laughs> it's, 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 he should have brought the rocket. I'm from Springfield, Mass, where basketball was invented. If he talked to me, I would have given him a brand new basketball and write his name on the yeah. basketball. And the rocket man will forget rockets. He'll just go crazy over the basketball. Uh, oh, I said that. It's take him to a Yankee or Met game, you know, and have him. So. Yeah, but uh, you, you know when. Uh, when people were talking to me, let's jump back a moment. You mentioned that and talking about uh, different things about why I was come out. You know, when like you, I came out when Trump was not popular. But, you know, when I say popular, I thought I always thought he was popular. So uh, uh, I have to agree with you. He became sort of I hate to have a hero that's younger than me. That's my problem. But you know, I have to give in and say yes. In this case, I do. I have to look up to him. You know, as far as that, because he's got the Gillions. To do things, you know, that, you know, uh, you have to come, uh, if you know, I, I don't want to interpret that, but if you come from Macedonia, Italy, you'll know what I meant, right, Joe? That's my home. <laughs> well, you, you don't know where that is. That's Are where you I, from there? Uh, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that. Oh, you, you know, know you got to have the courage. I come from? Yeah, that's where the, yeah, I know your family came from there, but that's where you, that's why you got the courage. You got the big illions, that's why. <laughs> You know, that's what's in your blood. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I meant. Yeah, and he has that. And you know, when he has that, so yeah, gotta respect this guy. He walks the walk, says it like it is, whether you like him or not. And he is New York, like you said a moment ago. He walks, talks. He's a New York guy. I don't understand why the morons here in New York City. You know, it's you mentioned it before. I cannot understand the hatred, and that's what it is. It's big time hatred, but not only in New York, throughout the country, but I love what he's doing when he goes around speaking. You can't fill these places up. That, again, speaking about barometers, that's middle America, which you are and you're from and you, and I have to believe you're going to get the same support, Joe Pio, is what Donald Trump uh, has been getting. Well, I'm taking my last shot uh and in the political field, so if I win, I win. If I don't, uh, I'm still going to work hard to make sure uh, mm. he gets reelected. Yes, so, uh, you, uh, that's the way it is. I was talking about uh, maybe legislation to uh, you know, and it, it was there was a president set for what I'm talking about, but uh, but more local in the mayor's race in New York, where maybe, uh, Michael Bloomberg was able to get his term yeah. extended. So. I, I'm talking to people now. I'm working on it now, believe it or not. You know, when he puts his, so how about extending his term limits? Because he's going to be there two times. I'm, I'm hoping it's three. You know, you know, unless they change the law. So that's just something I was kicking around. And so far, I see people that uh, pretty much, uh, you know, uh, go for it. You know, and he might do so great that you know it might be uh, 
Speaking of balls, it might be a ground ball for him if, if uh, you know, people like you in the, in the U.S. Senate, that, that, that could happen, you know, extend term well, limits. You know I'm not a rubber stamp, uh, but if I disagree with him or vice versa, we'll go in the back room. I can't see light. I can't say light up a stogie <laughs> or have a beer because he doesn't do either one, but you know what I mean. You go in the back room, yeah. put the cards on the table. And if I ever disagreed, uh, you don't think I'm gonna. You think I'm gonna come out in the front with all the TV cameras mm. and say you would disagree? I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I don't have to brag about or, or anything like that. So that's. But you got Republicans love to come out and blast them all over the place. You it know is, that's not right. It's just shocking, especially again, when it's fake. Again, it's it's all fake. And see, again, those are those are. All it's just to get them where they want to be or they think it's going to help them. You know, he's newsworthy. Anybody that either supports him or criticizes him, they're going to get exposure. And for some reason, people feel that they they criticize him, they're going to get more exposure and they're going to be popular. It's just going to be the opposite, you know. People are going to get shocked in 2020. When I say people, the uh, hate mongers are going to be shocked. And even then... Uh, they, I think the narrative is so strong, they probably won't even see it. That's what's said, you know. So, uh, got to talk about you running for the, the U.S. Senate. You mentioned Russia. You mentioned North Korea, because uh, that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be, be involved in those, uh, you know. Uh, what he's doing now with this, with these two countries, obviously you support it, right? Uh, of course. It's a world, uh, you know, and... Now, China seems to be an issue. What's your thoughts on uh, dealing Trade, with China? Yeah. Yeah. Trade. Well, he'll strain that out. He's meeting the guy behind the scenes. Right. So they'll, they'll come out. You know, once you meet with him, and and I know when I was, uh, after G. Gordon and Liddy and I just about closed the border for two weeks yeah. in the Mexico border there, I took over and had the attorney general over my house, and I'll never forget this. He liked blueberry pie. My <laughs> wife pumped out blueberry pie, threw a little PX whiskey in there. I got more done with blueberry pie than the big stick. That's what he does. Right, you right. got to meet with these people, even your enemies. I worked with Noriega when he was in Panama. Mm. I had two agents there. I used to meet with him in his... I knew he was playing both sides. Right. But it's best to be there than not be there, right? So... What's wrong with him dealing with these people and setting up some type of uh, personal relation? And he gets blasted for it by the Republicans and everybody right, else. Right. Because you know what? They're all stupid. He's going against the grain, the president. He's right. doing things different. They yes. don't like the, they nope. don't like change, believe me. No, he's, he's not Especially internationally. That's, that's correct. They, they, they can't handle, like they say, they can't handle change. They can't handle the, the truth. But you know what's interesting? Uh, what you know, you know, uh, these countries respect strength, what you know. and That's right. Yes. And that's one of the things he has. We're not, not, not like this, his previous president. We're not buying them off and paying them off, you know. And we're not kissing their ass, you know. It's just the complete opposite. So they can't figure him out. They say, hey, wait a minute. This guy might knock us on our butt, you know. So at least we have that. Pretty much going for us, so which we never had before, you know. So it, it's it's just we were not, you know. If Hillary Clinton would have won, 
We wouldn't have the Mueller investigation. We wouldn't have this controversy over China, Russia. There, there would be, you know, we wouldn't even have all these issues and concerns if, if, if he won. But since he won, all of a sudden, these same people that had no problem with us giving, uh, giving billions to uh, Iran through Obama cash, they had no problem with that, you know. What kills me is during the same month, the United States Navy, which is horrible, got on their hands and knees by, a, a, I call it a rowboat with shotguns, attacked a United States vessel and put the U.S. Navy on their knees while Obama is paying off that country. This was embarrassing and terrible, and I say this, that they would have to kill me, Joe Pyle, for me, to get on my knees, you know, and put my hands behind my back. I, I think that the commanding officer should be in jail, you know, for allowing his servicemen to do that, you know. And I can't believe these young people. Uh, I heard that, Joe, I heard a few of them already commit suicide, you know. The young people that were on that were forced by the Iranian government to get on their hands and knees on the United States vessel. This is this is because of the previous president. That's not going to happen again. We're on to this guy. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, you got me expressing my, my feelings a little heavy, Joe Apayo. So, uh, well, hey, that's uh, what makes uh, talk shows great. That's the secret weapon. Is you, you got the right to speak out, tell it like it is, and... Um, not be afraid, and that's one thing we need more of. Good, good talk show. You know, they're honest, but they still trying to get the truth out. That's, yeah, it's right. It's right in front of our face. That's what I cannot understand. That that it was one of the most embarrassing things. And I was on a ship at 17 years old, right during the same uh, uh, during the Korean. I think yeah, during the Korean the conflict or. or War, whatever they call it, you know, uh, no police, police action, action, police action, yeah. and that's what it was. Uh, again, if we were uh, somebody boarded the ship, I, I wouldn't be here today. I would not get on my knees, you know. Nobody, you know, it just, uh, uh, you know. So that was one of the most embarrassing. And people don't talk about that. You can go Google it. You see our young people, men and women, right? All different denominations on their knees, Joe Pio. You imagine that from Iran, who who was still holding some of our Americans there. It was just this is under the Barack Obama. I don't understand it. It's mind-boggling, you know. So, but well, anyway, Lou, maybe I shouldn't be asking you the questions, but you know, that's fine. Okay, I used to have a talk show, so let mm. me. One thing that burns me up, and I wasn't here, that's why I always ask. Uh, I was in Turkey uh, fighting uh, dope peddlers. Mm. When the people, our dedicated military personnel came home from Vietnam, and I always heard that everybody spit on them, which is true because every Vietnam veteran I meet, 99% say, yeah. So I'm wondering, why is it? today that we don't bring that back how they used to treat our troops now it's changed mm. it's a different ball game i can't forgive our country for what happened when the soldiers came home and people spit on them you know if you're going to spit on someone spit on the leaders that causes you don't spit on the troops that were just trying to you, do their job you know it was a so why isn't 
you know, why is it nobody talks about that? I do it all the time. They like to forget that, keep it quiet. Why should we forget what the Vietnam veterans did and how they were treated when they came home? Well, that's the Jane Fonda era. That was the, that was the make, uh, make love, not war era. So these poor guys are being blamed, accusing of, uh, of uh, atrocities. The same way these people now are accusing ICE, right, committing atrocities. That's what they're doing. They're making us the bad guy. And they're doing it again. And you got this new generation that they're pretty, they're, they're lost in the telephone booth. The new millenniums, you know, they don't have a clue what's going on. They're following these, these uh, liberal, uh, I guess, uh, brainwashing professors in these schools. So it's, it's, it's like regurgitating itself, you know. It seems to be happening again. You're right, Joe Pio. It took years for, for this country to indicate any respect for these for these young people that were in, in Vietnam. It's uh, the answer I just think of, and well, how come Jane Fonda is not, is not at, uh, executed for treason? Because that is the sentence, you know. She's still popular. I mean, that's, you know, those are uh, unbelievable and uh, questions that I, we, we just not going to be you know, answerable. I just, uh, I have no idea. But uh, thank God, like you said, our hero came along, Donald Trump. So. And we're waiting, well, we're waiting for you to join him. Well, he's doing it his own way, even on the football, because I agree with him 100% when that football guy, the, the quarterback from San Francisco, kneeled and all that, you know, that story. And yes. I had all my veterans in the jail. I had 200, and they all stood up purposely. Mm. I brought them out to the tent city, and they all stood up saying the national anthem. The same day this guy would not do it and I said then I say it today I agree with the president you'll fire all of them and get rid of them that may be harsh but you got to respect our country so he's doing that you know even he doesn't do I've been with him so many times I know when someone's conning with you know I told you I've been following around people running for president so I know how they act Mm. This was coming from his heart. I'm talking about the cops that he supports and the veterans and the military. I'll tell you one thing. We still got problems, even Vietnam veterans. They're not being treated right Mm. in the Veterans Administration. And I'm tired of hearing, oh, we did this, we fired some people. (laughs) Nothing's changed. They still have big problems at the VA. And all you hear is garbage, just like on the illegal immigration. Everybody talks, mm. but nothing's ever done about it. Mm. So he's on the right track, and uh, give him a little more time. He needs what well, you said it before. He needs support. You know, he, uh, it's his own party, which is it really his own party? He's not getting yeah, well, support yeah, you know. from them. We know. Yeah, you're right. Lou. You, you know, when you go to confession, nobody knows, right, mm. what you said <laughs> to the priest. When you go to vote, nobody knows what your vote is unless you come out and say it. And maybe that's not even true. So that's a secret weapon. And I feel sorry uh, because my gut feeling hanging around politics, I don't know how many Republican senators 
and the big boys will really go in there and vote for Donald Trump. Right, right. I, I wouldn't bet on it. What's their choice, with Joe Pyle? What is their choice? You know? I mean, they, what's their choice? What's their choice? If yeah, uh, uh, who knows? Their, yeah, exactly. Much, it depends how much they hate him. Yeah, well, they do. It seems that uh, way. You You're think right. there's no hate there? You don't think the well, they could vote him out? They would do it, impeach him? Come on. Yeah, that's that is, that's mind-boggling. That's mind-boggling. Uh, Jesus, it is mind-boggling. You know, of course. Uh, <laughs> We know this. There's two sets of rules, obviously, uh, with all these women, these accusations, and we just forget about Bill Clinton. You know, he gets a free pass. It's just amazing. Uh, there's no issue with that, and yet they got the Me Too, a Me Too movement going on, which is Me Too. I think it's Me Too being stupid, you know. But, uh, again, uh, no, it is, it's, it is. But i got to believe there's going to be a, a tremendous history-making landslide in 2020 in the presidential election. Uh, I believe that. And, you know, that's uh, exactly, and the country needs this. And these phony Republicans and Democrats, of course, uh, they need a good kick in the rest, you know. So, but uh, uh, now, uh, illegal immigration, because that's been pretty much uh, your baby, you know, because that's what, uh, what you, uh, I, I guess, a lot of enemies is that people don't realize what's the percentage of illegal Illegal immigrants in our prison system throughout the country right now, Joe Ohio. Well, criminals, well, of course. Uh, when I was sheriff, which was a year and a half ago, it was, I did some surveys, and by the way, uh, uh, we turned over 10,000 prisoners over to ICE. You know, I used to do that, not just lock them up, but right. I used to turn them over. Got me in trouble. Yes. That we're guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> but. When you have 39% come back to the same jails, come on, 10,000, 39% come back to the same jails I ran. Mm. Something wrong. One guy came back 25 times. I'll tell you what, they didn't all go back to the border and hop over again. They were just released on the streets. Yeah, it had to be. It yeah. had to be. So we still have the problem. So couple things I'm going to do, which is, I, I was at the border last week. I tried to get over there uh, to visit the officials secretly because they have contracts on me. I was pretty uh-huh. close to going because I was going to do, I had some security friends of mine over there, but the last minute it leaked out mm. with the contracts. So I didn't want to, but to, through my years as a, as a sheriff, the Mexican government and the U.S. is all, oh, don't go over there. It's too dangerous. Come on. I'd go over there tomorrow. I know. Now, I'm going to open an office at the uh, border on the U.S. Mm. side. So that's the first thing I'm going to do as senator's office. So if they want to visit me, they're going to have to come to the border. Right. So mm. Then I'm going to recommend that we send the U.S. Army across the border bilateral to work with the uh, Mexican Navy Army and stop this crap from coming across the border, the drugs I'm talking about, and also mm. stop the illegal immigration. I'm not invading Mexico. I'm doing things I would say that I did be years ago that we did. Right. So they want to blast me for going crazy, sending the army over there. Let them do it. Mm. You got to do things different, Lou. You can't keep doing the same talk, same thing. We right. must secure the border, secure the border. <clears throat> 
my opponent uh, the congresswoman I, she's covered the border how many times she ever go to the border but now she's a big fan because of the establishment when she would even vote for Trump and blasted him last year now she's right there oh I love Trump and all that crap right. and all that work mm. <clears throat> so what do they do they talk talk I've been to the, I was there with the angel moms I took them to the border right. uh Last month, I took uh, the family of uh, Brian Terry, you know, the Border Patrolman that was shot under Fast and Furious. Correct. With the guns correct. that we furnish. Who wants to run but, for, who may, he may consider running for president, right? Who's, who's that? The uh, former Attorney General with the Fast and Furious. I didn't even give him a point. Oh, you mean Holder? Holder, Eric Holder, yeah. That went after me 60 correct. days after he took office. That's right. Got me on a contempt of court. Yes. Took him eight years. That guy? He's held responsible for the murder of the Border Patrol. Yeah, what happened to him? He he was contempt. Right. They got me. He got me on contempt of court. What about his contempt I know. of Congress? So, uh, but the president sets the tempo. He's the one that talked about illegal immigration to begin with. His first rally, then all the other 17 had to open now they had to talk about it because they wanted to hide it right and i predicted that daca would never be passed because every two years nothing's ever passed right here we are again talking about the border mm. at least he's got ice locking up people in the interior because every politician goes down there they have a little pony show in front of the chicken fence uh, we have to secure the border then they throw this in listen to this Lou we must secure the border first the first first what oh because first then we will look at locking up illegals in the interior. Oh. So that's their excuse for not enforcing the laws in the interior mm. by saying secure the border first. And you know, you've been in law enforcement. You're not going to keep everybody out. You're trying to reduce it. So they don't want to lock up the uh, people in the interior like ICE is now doing which I was doing. In fact, I've been raiding places, businesses, I think 300 Mm. Uh, as a sheriff, uh, but uh, this is, uh, i got to give the Attorney General one credit. I'm sure uh, he knew he had to do it. As, uh, anybody that comes across is zero tolerance. You're going to mm. be locked up. Mm. It's about time. about time because they come across, they dump them back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm. So at least that's one issue that's caused a little problem separating the kids. But uh, that that can be resolved. Mm. So everybody talks. But if we didn't have this president, it'd be the same movie over and All over right. and over again. Mm. So that's my plan on, on the I immigration. Mm. I support him. Uh, I support Made in America. I like to buy some underwear sometime. <laughs> this Made in the United States. How about pink? How about pink? Well, I, I didn't want to get into that. <laughs> I know it's another. Even story. my pink underwear that I had made for all the inmates, we got the they they bought it. The I know it came from Colombia. The cloth. <laughs> and if I stayed sheriff, I guarantee you, the max load of pink underwear would have said "Made in America." I should have thought it. I uh, kill myself. I should have thought of that. Oh, 
I, I think that'd be good, uh, good president for some of these uh, senators and congressmen. Send them for the holiday. Send them pink underwear. You know. <laughs> give me, yeah, give well, me something I, to think about. Everywhere I go on my campaign. People say, oh, we got your underwear. I said, it's great. Make sure you vote for me. I'll bring it back when I'm senator. <laughs> bring, it, bring it back. Uh, what are the uh, concerns, you know, national concerns, aside from the illegal immigration and, and the border? What else would be one of your priorities that you would be involved well, with, uh, Joe Pio? You know, uh, Lou, uh, everybody, I, I got about 55 years experience in law enforcement. Actually, when I added it all up, I got about 35 years as a top guy mm. on both sides of the border. I didn't realize I spent all that time in Mexico and Texas, yeah. Arizona, and then Sheriff and all that. But I still, when I retire from DEA, uh, and my wife opened, by the way, my wife, uh, we got married in Chicago. I love Chicago, too, mm. even though I'm from Massachusetts, but uh Sixty-one years ago, when I left the Vegas police, I went, to, as you mentioned, as a federal agent. I got sworn in in Chicago and married my wife. She's from mm. Virginia, but married her 61 years ago. Wow. So she's been following me everywhere, you know, so uh, around the world supporting me in law enforcement. But I joined her in her business. Mm. She opened a travel business. So I worked with her for 10 years, so I got 10 years of experience running a business and of course I'm big time for small business big time what mm. the uh, president is doing on the economy supporting the uh, businesses and uh, unemployment is down so he's doing a, doing a great job but they never give him any credit no. you know no, so I'm with him on that uh, I want to break up this Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals mm -hmm. they ruled against me again oh boy every time these local judges go to the Ninth they know me up there, never in my favor. I want to split that, split mm. that court. It's too big anywhere. Of course, I'm a big Second Amendment guy. You know, I earn my posse, and what I like to do is try to recommend some legislation to give uh, cops mm. uh, authority uh, and even uh, private citizens on the circuit wow. to, to carry weapons from wow. one state to the other.